You're listening to Trip 360 on Mousecapades Radio, sharing your magical moments and spreading pixie dust around the world. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Brad and Kaylee. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 771, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. In this episode, you'll hear all about our family trip to Disney World. But before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world. Text mom for a free quote at 636-373-4497. Hello, everyone. So as Kayla just mentioned, we'll be sharing with you all about our family trip to Disney World. Uh, It might take us two episodes, so bear with us. This trip was a little bit different than our typical yearly trip since we did go in the fall instead of Christmas and we also went with our friends the Fix John, Robin, Jacob and Natalie and we did go to Disney with them at Christmas seven years ago and we finally had the opportunity where our schedules aligned to go back with them this year. So Vic if you want to go ahead and kick us off let's start out with getting out of St. Louis and the night we left and then we will go from there. So our adventure began on Friday, October 21st. That was our last day of school before fall break. So that evening we left for the airport and our original flight time was 8.30 p.m. Now, I know a lot of people have had problems with their flights being delayed, canceled, et cetera. So we were, we felt pretty blessed. Ours only got moved until about 9.15 that night, but it did put us farther behind because as you know, Florida is Um, in the Eastern time zone, which means we're going an hour ahead. So when we got there, it was a little after midnight and we had to wait for luggage and the whole gamut. And so then um, we had got a passenger van from Toro. And I've told you guys about Toro before. Toro.com is a company that was started by people that did Airbnb. Only these people rent you their vehicles. And typically for a much cheaper price than you would get them from a rental place. And so that's what we did. We got a passenger van that would hold eight of us and all of our luggage. Um, As Brad said, the fix were with us and there's four of them. And we loaded up the van and headed to our good neighbor, Uh, resort which was home to suites and by the time we got there and got checked in it was about 1 30 in the morning and then we took showers really quickly but we had to get to bed because the next morning the disney park adventures began so yeah the next morning saturday we drove our passenger van to the ttc actually had to do a circle because it's my fault i missed the exit to where we had to go to get there but uh got to the ttc and a couple of us rode the ferry to the main gate and then me and Vic were a little behind. So we took the monorail. And so the Good Neighbor Hotel that we were staying at did not participate in early entry. It's not one of the ones on the list. 
that gets you in for early entry. So that was a little bit of a bummer. So that's a note for listeners. Not all good neighbors fall into that category of early entry. You got to just watch it because not all of them participate in the early entry. Yeah. And I we figured that out only when we got there because the whole thing with the TTC and the ferry was, and you were getting separated because listeners might be a little confused and be like, wait, you all drove in the same car. How did you not take the same transportation? Mom and dad got caught at the security point at the TTC because their bags flagged the um, machine and the rest of us didn't. And since we thought we can get in with early entry, we were trying to get them in. And our friends, the fix, they don't go like we do. Obviously, the last time they went was seven years ago. So mom was like, take them, just go. So we all got on the ferry and went to try and get in. But then it was funny because by the time we all got in, we all ended up meeting up. Mom and dad were pretty fast. So I guess the ferry and the monorail ended up meeting at the same time Yeah. in the park anyway. So when we tried to get in through early entry, they were like, this one is not on the list. Um, so then we learned kind of the sad and hard way that not every good neighbor is on the early entry list. So you have to check that before you just book and say, well, it's a good neighbor. <laughs> So not to say we didn't enjoy everything we did with our hotel. It was very nice, but we learned that the hard way. Yeah, not a big deal. We didn't have to wait long before the official park opened anyway by the time we got there. So once it did open, we chose to head to Jungle Cruise, which was about a 20, 25 minute wait, which is not bad for Jungle Cruise. We waited in that line, standby. It's always fun. I liked our captain that we had this time. He was very fun. Yes, why don't you say the iconic line that we then quoted for the rest of the trip. Yeah, I loved his ending line. He was like, and so we never like to say goodbye here at Jungle Cruise, but you know, good friends never say goodbye. So in that spirit, goodbye. <laughs> he was just, he was just very dry humor and that's the kind of humor I like. So I really enjoyed him. And um, he, he did circle back through his spiel a couple of times. He would piggyback on what he said earlier. And if you were listening, you would catch it. If not, you might have just thinking, well, I didn't understand that comment, but he was really good. I liked him. Me too. Well, after that, at that point, we were all pretty hungry because at this point, our main meals happened in St. Louis prior to flying. So like we had all had snacks and stuff on the flight and stuff, but the main meal we had eaten was in St. Louis prior to flying because we were like, we're going to eat that sleepy hollow breakfast because we were hyping it up to the fix because we didn't eat it the last time. We've discovered so much in the last seven years since we took them, this being one of them. So we mobile ordered sleepy hollow in the room that morning and timed it just right. So then we went and did our sleepy hollow breakfast. We got our Nutella waffles with our fruit on top. We got our coffees. Those of us that drink coffee, that was great. It was our first Disney meal. So we were very content with that. Just chilled out. The weather was perfect at this point. I don't know what time it was, like between nine and 10 in the morning. It was like super nice at that point, still chilly. Correct. And then after that, we did a split where me, your mom, and Robin, we had to go get our tickets fixed because for some reason in the My Disney Experience app, we weren't showing up on the reservation. We went to guest relations to get that fixed while Kaylee, you, John, Jacob, and Joey, and Natalie went to Space Mountain. Yeah. 
we had booked our lightning lane for Space Mountain. You, th you three really don't do Space Mountain as it is anyway. And so it didn't really matter that we didn't, you guys had to go take care of that anyway. It worked out that you and Robin were the two that we had to get fixed because you weren't riding that in the first place. So that all timed out. You guys went, took care of that. You said it was fixed pretty fast because by the time we got out of our lightning lane, we were literally in and out of the ride within like 15 minutes. And then you guys were all taken care of already. Yes, they got it taken care of very quickly, which I was happy about. And then we met up and rode People Mover. Always a classic, my favorite. I was glad we got to ride that. And then we went to the laugh floor and we took pictures at the infamous purple wall. Kaylee loves that wall. It's right next to... Laugh floor. Yeah. I want to back up a little bit because I was sad to say that not, not only did Mr. Black not get picked to be at the laugh floor, the butt of all the jokes, but neither did Mr. Ficht. And I thought for sure that they were going to pick one of you guys. And Jacob at first was on the end. And so I thought, oh, Jacob will get that. It'll be awesome. But no, unfortunately, no. I think they always pick an older guy. So I think dad or John might have been better picks. I, I They usually don't pick a young person to be the that guy. I know, but they picked Jennifer to be that one thing. I don't know. I was kind of, I was kind of disappointed, but I do know that somebody else needs deserves a chance. <laughs> it was still fun. After we took pictures, we went and did Ariel's Undersea Adventure, which is the clamshell ride. And honestly, we always say our friend Natalie, she's uh, the little mermaid of our friend group because she's got red hair. And this one is typically a walk-on, but this one ended up being about a 25 minute wait. It really wasn't that bad. Maybe it was more like 20. I couldn't remember for sure. Oh, it was but more than that. We definitely waited. And because there were times where we were standing still and in joey's words he's like this is an omnimover ride why are we not omnimoving like in the, in the queue he was like why are we standing still so yeah so it was actually 45 minutes i guess you forgot that but oh i did forget that yeah so we were just having so much fun yeah we were having fun watching people from other places in front of us pose their picture or pose their children in pictures while we were waiting and then when the line would move it, they weren't moving because they were too busy photoing or taking photos of their beautiful children that were probably nine and six and she had dolled up with makeup and mascara it was it was very entertaining i will say but what we heard from the crowd was that ride had gone down and i think we've talked about this a little bit on the news shows so the line had um or the ride had gone down which caused them to back up on the lightning lane. And so they were trying to make up for the lightning lane people is why the standby line just was pretty much stagnant for a while. And ah. so I, I think finally when they got the lightning lane back in place to a normal line queuing system or whatever they do, then we were able to get moving and get on it. But yes, it was fun and we were having fun. We were having fun with each other. So that's all that mattered. That makes sense. Well, after we came out of there, at that point, we were hungry for a snack because our Sleepy Hollow breakfast is delicious, but it's not the biggest meal you're gonna eat in Disney. So we needed something else. Joey actually had not eaten anything up to this point. Like this kid, when he eats, he goes all in, but he can last a long time. So he wanted a cinnamon roll from Gaston's. So Joey, mom and dad went to Gaston's and then the rest of us went to Storybook Treats because we kept seeing that banana soft serve on Disney food blog. And we got there and we figured out that 
it was one of the dwarf ice creams that rotate. So it wasn't banana and chocolate. It was orange and chocolate for the day, which wasn't a big deal. Uh, Jacob and I ended up getting the orange and chocolate soft serve, which was really good. Natalie got a lemon Dole Whip. And then I think John and Robin both got just typical ice cream, like Sundays. Well, he said he got chocolate. Oh, okay. I couldn't quite remember. Well, I'm just saying because I was like, and that's what I would have got. Every person loved what they got. That's what we were worried about. We all liked what we got. Dad had a Coke Zero and Joey let me have I don't know, four or five bites of his cinnamon roll because he didn't remember it being that big. (laughs) He knew how big it was. So I think that he didn't want to really eat the whole thing when he saw how big it was because he was really saving up for later for our dinner reservation. That's probably true. I guess he didn't realize like how late in the day he waited to get the cinnamon roll either because we had suggested he go to get it when we were all eating for Sleepy Hollow. And he's like, no, I'll wait. And I said, are you sure? And he was like, yeah, I'll just wait. And I'm like, all right, bro. But then once he got there, he probably realized I should not have waited. <laughs> right. So. Okay. So then we met up at Philhar Magic, and then we did the Haunted Mansion Lightning Lane and we did Big Thunder Mountain. And a note about Big Thunder Mountain, that was a posted 35 minute wait, but we only waited 15 because we time it once or we try to time it once we get in line to see how close their estimates are. So that one was definitely overstated the weight. Um, Then we had to Country Bears. And that's always fun because uh, it's fun to watch people's faces. I took a hilarious picture of Joey and Jacob so I can talk about it because I'm not allowed to show it. But their faces, when those Country Bears started singing, what just showed the disdain that they had for the Country Bears and they couldn't believe that we were making them sit through it. That's part of the fun. I want to see the picture because I have not seen it. So I will need to be seeing that after this recording is over. (laughs) So, yeah, we did that. Then we went to the Pirates. We had a Pirates Lightning Lane. That was a good one. And we all got wet butts. We did. And then we went to Tiki Room. And they had not seen the Tiki Room, they said, last time, right? Yeah, I don't think we had even done it at that point. In 2015 was the last time we took them at Christmas. And at that point, I don't think we had ever done the Tiki Room. So we introduced them to Pierre and Jacques. And what's the other one's name? I forgot. I can't remember, but they're hilarious. And they they enjoyed it. I mean, because you have to enjoy the cheesy and the Walt original pieces. They were definitely surprised by everything moving in the room which is what I told them when I first saw it. I was just surprised that everything in the room moved. So that was good. And by this point, we had done a lot, in my opinion, on this day. And it should be noted, as we had already mentioned a bit before, we got in late, late on Friday night into Saturday morning. So we were all short on sleep. So we kind of rounded out our day. We had a reservation at 5 p.m. at Liberty Tree Tavern, which was a great way to end the day because we were all pretty hungry by that point and the food was delicious. And I know we've talked about this one before, but I do think it bears repeating because I know that some people are newer listeners and I appreciate that. And some people may have not heard an episode where we did talk about this. So I was going to talk a little bit about what the Liberty Tree Tavern has to offer. So Liberty Tree Tavern is family style and it's set in colonial time. So all the waitress and wait staff, they're dressed in like colonial 
time, uh, colonial clothing or whatever. And the room that we were set in was where George Washington was. And anyway, the Liberty Tree Tavern, they bring you kind of like a glorified Thanksgiving meal. So you get turkey and dressing, but you also get roast beef and pork tenderloin, mashed potatoes, gravy, macaroni and cheese, salad, rolls. And did I miss anything? Oh, amazing green beans. And then you can have as much as you want of that. And my personal favorite thing there is the roast beef and gravy. Did you guys, was that your favorite? What is your favorite thing there? The roast beef by far was my favorite. Yeah, I like the roast beef too. I liked the rolls too, but I don't eat, I don't eat bread as much as I would really like to on the daily. But when we go to Disney, I just eat what I want. So that's part of it too. So then they bring out this ooey gooey toffee cake. Holy smokes. I know if you've been on here, I apologize for listening to it again. If you've not tried it though, you have got to go try it. And it was amazing. They brought out like three little ones for the eight of us to share. And we devoured those pretty quickly. Poor Brad had to just observe again and have his Coke Zeros or Diet Coke. I can't remember which one was at that restaurant. I think it was Coke Zero. And that had to be his prize, but they devoured it so quickly. Then the next thing we knew, the boys were telling the waitress, yes, we'll take two more of those. And so they got two more. So anyway, we went ahead after we were done with that reservation, it was close to 7 p.m. And we went and headed back to our resort, Home Two Suites, to rest up for the next day, which would be Epcot Fun. So the next morning I got up bright and early. We had breakfast at our resort, amazing breakfast. I highly recommend that is something that you don't have at a regular Disney resort is the breakfast included. This breakfast even included mini waffles. So highly recommend you stay at home to sweets if you're gonna stay off property because not only was the room size big, I don't know how much you guys talked about that, but the room was amazingly sized, two queen size beds, a queen size let out sofa so it was great i had to meet up with my your story travel colleagues at a different place for the convention center for our homecoming and so that is what i did i left them at breakfast and they're gonna have to talk to you about that because i was not there for those of you who don't know part of this trip was vicky meeting up with our homecoming people with her travel company and then we did things on our own during the times that she was doing that That wasn't the whole trip, but it was some of it. So for Cosmic Rewind, we joined the virtual queue at 7 a.m. this morning, and we actually got group 11. And so that was called between 8.30 and 9 a.m., right, Kaylee? That's when they said, you need to be there. Yeah. So we, we got over there pretty quickly to Epcot, and we entered through the International Gateway, which is the back of Epcot, and we went straight there. And we snagged actually a lightning lane for Remy's at 8.15 while we were on the way, which that's how you got to do it. Unfortunately, you are on your phone a lot. I don't see how people do it now without a phone. It's just almost a necessity at this point. Um, But that was good. We got that for Remy's. And then after cause, well, talk about Cosmic Rewind, Um, Kaylee. uh, I, this is the one that's, that kind of made me sick. It's a one and done for me. It's kind of like Tower of Terror. I I can't do it again. I really liked it. Like I was scared to do it because one, I didn't know how intense it was going to be, but more so I didn't want it to make 
so many people in our group sick because there are people like Robin and Jacob get sick, especially on spinny things and dad doesn't do well. And I just didn't want all of us feeling gross right at the beginning of our day, especially when we were at Epcot with all the food and the drinks. But most of us were fine. Like, I think some of us felt a little off when it first was done. Let's just say I had to head to get a Coke Zero or a Diet Coke pretty quickly after that ride, or I think I was going to be in a dire state. And I do feel sorry about that because I told you, I honestly thought you would, to me, that was like a double rock and roller coaster. Oh, it was, it was intense. I really liked it. For me, that's like, I don't know that I can say it's my favorite ride in the whole like bubble. I would have to do it again probably to confirm that, but I really liked it. I had a lot of fun on it, more than I thought I would. Yeah. I will say from an objective point of view, I understand why people love it. It's a killer ride for people who are into rides. I'll just leave it at that. It just, for me personally, it just affects me more than probably most. So I'll have to leave that one where it is. I can't do it again, but that's okay. We finished there. Then we headed straight over to Soren, and we didn't have a long wait for that either, Kaylee. We got right on that. Yeah, we almost walked on it. It was 10 minutes, maybe. Yep. So we did that. That was a very good recovery ride from Cosmic Rewind. And then Figment, we hit the Figment show after that. Walked on that. Walked on that. And then we took in the Pixar shorts. We always love that, which is right around there. Yeah, and because Figment and the Pixar shorts, the Fix didn't do those the last time with us. And I understand that was a nice napping spot for a few of you. It was. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of nice to just like chill since we were really like up and moving since we got the Cosmic Rewind thing. Like we were really hustling for that since it was so early. And so then after Pixar Shorts, I can't remember where we headed for this, but we had a a flight of fries. That was right in front of Test Track. So we pretty much decided Epcot was going to be, we were doing the drink around the world for food and wine. Uh Uh-huh. Since we were all of age now, that's what we were going to do. So we hit the fry stand in front of Test Track. We, and then we went into the wing building and got the garlic Parmesan and mild wings. And then there's also hard cider. There was a hard cider flight there. So we had kind of like our plethora of items to all split between the seven of us. And that was kind of how we started before we hit Mexico. Yep. And then we hit Mexico. And so then we start around, we start around the horn, right? We we started in Mexico and uh, the kiddos and the, the other adults, since I don't drink, they got blood orange and avocado margaritas at the Mexican pavilion. Yeah, and we smashed those pretty quick. I mean, we were doing okay because we only got one of each and then we were all splitting them because Disney drinks are expensive too, especially the margaritas because the tequila's in-house. So it's very expensive. It's almost like $20 for a margarita. It's crazy. Yep. And so then we're trucking on. We go to China. We hit a China booth. We got Dan Dan noodles, right? Yeah. I don't know what Dan Dan noodles are. It was kind of just like, it reminded me of Chinese ramen. That's kind of what it looked like. Um, Alcoholic citrus white boba. I had never had boba before. And I was like, wow, why not make it alcoholic? And it was so good. It was like very like a juice. Like I had to be careful how fast I was drinking it because I was like, I'm just going to literally chug this thing and then pan fried dumplings. So nice making our way around. Next up is India. And so we hit crispy paneer and potato and pea samosa. And what exactly is that? I'm not really sure because this is what John and Jacob stopped and ate. They split this. 
I honestly did not have any interest in the India booth, but they wanted to stop. So we kind of just stopped for a second and let them eat it. Um, the samosa almost seemed like dumplings and the paneer was like cheese fried, I think. Okay. I think Jacob liked it, but the others were kind of like, it's kind of just flavorless. Yeah. It's just different, very different from our flavors in America. So it's very out there. Yeah. Next up, Germany. Kaylee, I'll let you speak to this one. Yeah, so we went to Germany. Disney Food Blog raves about the, the shortbread caramel bar there. So I got that. It did not disappoint. It was delicious and very bad for me. Joey ended up getting a frozen lemonade with honey bourbon. It was supposed to be a frozen Coke, but they ran out of frozen Coke. Like when they went to put it in there, it was not frozen. <laughs> And so the guy was like, I'm so sorry. And so he gave him frozen lemonade instead, but then gave us a free pretzel because he was like, I'm so sorry. So we got one of those giant pretzels from Germany for free, which I've always wanted to try. So it was kind of nice that we just had that. Right. I will say you got to eat those pretty quickly, though, because they kind of tend to get stale and yeah. hard pretty quickly. Because we noticed by the time from Germany, by the time we had made our way over to Canada, it was already hard, like just from carrying it from there to there. Yes, I was given a taste of it later in the day and it tasted like the bag. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's OK. But between Germany, there was an Italy booth like out front of Italy, closer to where the water is. So I didn't really plan to stop there, but they had an Italian margarita, which I stopped at sounded interesting and it tasted like frozen lemonade. So again, had to be careful with that one. And we got potato gnocchi. And then I forgot to put this in there, but then John and Robin actually went and got some pizzas for us to split as well, like two slices oh, for yeah. us all to kind of snack on from the, the Via Napoli um, quick serve window. Yeah. So those were nice to snack on too. So we had a little bit more substance. That was pretty yummy. And then next up is America. So what'd we get there, Kaylee? Tennessee lemonade and a pina colada funnel cake. Miss Robin was loving that. Oh, I missed this. Did you take pictures? Yeah, we have a picture of it. It has ice cream on top. And that was pina colada ice cream. Um, and Morocco was... Morocco. <laughs> I'm a music teacher. Sorry, everybody. Morocco. Um, we stopped there only because Joey wanted to take his first shot of alcohol. So we went in the bar and he literally was like, uh, this will be my first shot ever. Can you make me something? And the lady was very nice. And she made him a huge shot because she made it very flavored. She made it minty. So it was like twice the size a shot should be because she mixed it for him. Yeah. And for those listening, it, it really was his first alcohol. Like he, Joey doesn't really drink or has not drank up to this point. Yeah, so today, this Epcot day was the first time he had ever drank alcohol. He was going hard. <laughs> he held up pretty well, I have to say. And we ate a lot too, so. Yeah. The Belgium booth, while Joey and I were in Morocco's bar area, the Belgium booth was right off to the side. So Natalie wanted an espresso alcohol. So that's what she got, like a, an alcoholic coffee. And hers tasted really good, almost just like an alcoholic frappuccino is what hers was. Very tasty. All right. And then next up was France, which is one of our absolute favorites. And they have the beignets there. And we got one of those, right, Kaylee? Yeah, I think we got a couple of those to split between the seven of us. And then there, Yep. And then there was a passion fruit drink and then a raspberry cream brulee. Yeah. And which Joey was surprised about. He didn't know it was going to be raspberry, raspberry. What is it normally flavored? Vanilla. Oh, it sometimes has a raspberry on top of it. See, I don't eat the creme brulee, so I didn't know. But he like dipped into it and was like, what? 
He was very surprised. Did he still like it though? No, he really liked it. He oh, just, okay. I don't think he was looking because he's Joey, he's a vacuum cleaner. So gotcha. he didn't look before he put it in his mouth and he was like, that is not a normal creme brulee. So <laughs> after France, the United Kingdom was there, but we didn't stop for fish and chips. We debated on what? it, but we thought, we thought about it. We were getting full at this point. Like we had walked a lot, but we were getting to the point. We were pretty full. And so we went to Canada and I had to stop for some maple popcorn. I was doing it. And Joey and I both eat, both of us got a frozen Coke with honey whiskey. Cause that's what I wanted was the frozen Coke with, and I prefer the honey whiskey over the honey bourbon anyway. And after I ate that, I ate something else I didn't need, which was an apple crisp tart. Joey split that with me, which was there for the food and wine. And it was very good. Like if it had been hot, it would have been one of the best things I ate all day. It was warm, but it wasn't hot. So listeners, you're hearing a theme here. We, we definitely pause from our normal eating habits when we're at Disney. I think it's a normal thing for a lot of yeah. people. And we are no exception to that. So, Well, food and wine, though, is special because there are some things that only come around once a year. So if you go a couple of times a year, you might not see, get them again. Or if you go every five years, that's a long time to wait. I know we don't go five years. This is where I come in. So I get to talk now. Okay. I met up with you guys. We had done a tour with Brian Collins. So Brian, if you're listening, thank you for the tour of Epcot. We had done a tour with him where he told us some secret spots in Epcot. And if you're interested in that, he, he we can hire him for you to go on your trip with you. And he'll walk you around and tell you all kinds of inside things. He used to be an Imagineer with Disney. But I met up with you guys right after he'd been to Shimmering Sips, which is where Kaylee and I had got that mimosa float flight last year with Gina and the girls and we remembered how good it was and they had got it and it was not a disappointment. Yeah, it was really good again. And we went to the Hawaii booth. I wanted to try the pork slider there, which was very good, but very tiny, like two bites, maybe <laughs> two or three bites. And then the Olani sunrise, which Natalie really enjoyed. It was like a fruit punch. Again, very dangerous, easy to chug. Our intake of food and drink during this day was quite extensive. I, I don't, and I don't say that it's, it was a lot volume wise, but numeric wise, we had a lot of different small things yes. as, we, as we went. That's why we did not plan a sit down meal for this day, listeners. So if you yes. plan to eat like this around Epcot, do not lie to yourself and say, oh, we'll be able to eat a sit down meal. No, you will not. Do not lie to yourself. You will be sick for yeah. one. And your pocketbook will also... It's going to hurt. Yeah. Because these little things add up real fast. It's probably going to be way more expensive than the days you sit down and eat. Um, but we still needed to eat something a little more substantial because we had only snacked all day. So mom, John, and Natalie went to China. You want to talk about that a little, mom? So yeah, when we were doing our tour with Brian Collins, I don't know where I've been for all these years, but I didn't remember China having a quick serve place. It's literally a little hole in the wall right by, well, I shouldn't say that because there were more tables in there than it looked like, but it's right next door to the nine dragons that we ate at that way back in 2012. And so I just mentioned it to John and he said it sounded good. And then Natalie was like, I, we have Mexican all the time. I'll go eat China with you guys. So I got Mandarin beef and let me just tell you that that portion of mandarin beef was incredibly huge and sadly we probably should have split it because i could not finish it all and 
we couldn't carry it around with us because we weren't done at the park for the day. And then John got orange chicken and he couldn't barely eat all of his. He left a few pieces. Natalie was the smart one and she got the kids meal because they didn't have sweet and sour chicken unless you got the kids meal. And I'm like, they're not going to know if you're a kid or not. And so she went and saved a table for us and she got the kids meal and it came with a little applesauce that she got to eat as a snack the next day in the park. It was perfect. And then the rest of us went and ate in Mexico at the little restaurant there, which I always forget what it's called, but we eat there like almost every time. Got tacos. I think all of us ended up getting some form of taco, like the chicken, the fish, the beef. And then Joey got a margarita here. He ended up getting a mango margarita. The place that Kaylee's talking about, it's actually outside the Mexican pavilion. It's in Mexico, but it's the one that's outside. It's not yes. inside where Three Caballeros is. It's outside. Exactly. But at this point, we had a frozen lightning lane, so we went and did that. Got more wet than we thought we ever would. Then we moseyed through the countries a little more to kill some time before our Remy's lightning lane at 8.15. And then we watched the fireworks. And at that point, the park was closed. We had had a very full two days. We were getting very, like, exhausted. The sleep deprivation was setting in. So we all went back after the fireworks, went to bed, showered the whole bit and got ready for the next day. And it wasn't too late, although I know that we probably stayed up later than we should have, or at least Joey and I did. And so again, the next morning I had to get up early because I had to be with my colleagues from the Your Story Travel Company for our homecoming. And that day we went around Universal. Like we didn't get to go in the parks, but we went to a resort and looked around so that we would be able to tell you guys more. And I, I mentioned that last week when we did the really short news episode. So that's what I was doing. And the gang, after they ate breakfast, headed to Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And after we did that, um, we were kind of panicking because we were trying to get we were trying to get the paid pass for the attraction selection for Rise of the Resistance, because at this point, Joey was the only one that had ridden it. The system was goofing or something because we were in line to get into Hollywood Studios. It was ridiculous. We waited in line for like over 30 minutes at the gate just to get in, which we do not know what is up with Hollywood Studios, but they need to get that fixed. It's ridiculous that it takes you that long that we had gotten to the park early enough and we were not in the gates. So I don't know who listens to this or anybody that listens to this or that cares what I say. I'm blunt, I'm Brad, I'm not Vicky. Fix it. It's ridiculous for how much we're paying. Do better. Anyway. Which is really interesting because later when I joined you with Matt, I we just literally walked through. I know, but I guess since we were there at the opening part of the day. Maybe so. It's open. That's an issue. They just don't do it well enough. Everybody forms a separate line. It's not well divided. So then you guys decided to do what first? We went to Slinky Dog first. And it, this was a posted 60 minute. We had a smuggler's run lightning lane, but we were like 60 minutes, we got time. Like that'll be right towards the end of our lightning lane time. Well, then we were approaching the 60 minutes and realizing we were not near the front. And we were like, okay, it ended up being 75 which not that much of a difference, but it's frustrating when the posted time is not as long as what you actually wait. It's much more frustrating when it's over the estimate than when it's under, for sure, because of planning. Like Kaylee said, we had a smuggler's run that backed up to this pretty closely, and we were worried since we waited, had to wait 15 more minutes than posted that we might be risking missing smuggler's run. Luckily, we got there. We got off Slinky Dog, but we got to our Smuggler's Run. We did that. That was fun. Uh, Smuggler's Run is fun. I like that ride. It is good. We split three and three. So because only six people can fit 
in these rides so we ended up or we split three and four because otherwise one person was gonna have to go by themselves so the four guys went and then me robin and natalie went in a separate one so that worked out well john and jacob were pilots me and joey were gunners and me and natalie were pilots yeah we were pilots i think robin was a gunner it was fun so after that we explored galaxy's edge because the whole reason we were able to convince John to come back was Galaxy's Edge. Like he had said the last time we went seven years ago, he's like, when that's finished, I'll come back. Well, it's been finished. And we finally were like, all right, John, on delay. So we finally got him in there. And so we let him explore. We tried green and blue milk for the first time. We had never tried it. Not at all what I was expecting. I did was not expecting a frozen drink. I legit was expecting a milk consistency, but I was not disappointed. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, blue milk is where it's at for me. Uh, and after that, we did Docking Bay 7. We ate there just because we needed some food for lunch. Like at that point, we needed something to fill our stomachs. And I got that spicy chicken. It is spicy, y'all. Like, they ain't kidding when they say it's spicy. I said spicy, but I didn't like, I don't know. I was feeling like I could do it. I, I was wrong. <laughs> so. And then we headed from there over to Muppet Vision 3D. And we saw the Indiana Jones spectacular show. But it was a little less than spectacular for you. It was a little less spectacular this time because the opening stunt did not go well. They tried it once and then they reset and tried it again and they had to move on. They're like, it's not happening today. So that was kind of a bummer. You know, that's the one where they have the big rock rolling down and, you know, it is just, it was a bummer that that didn't work. But that just goes to show you there are technical difficulties and some they have to move on. They can't just, otherwise it affects the other subsequent shows. So they can't do that. We got out of that and then we chilled a little bit. I uh, got a pretzel and some Coke Zeros. And just let me tell you, the fountain Coke Zeros at Disney World are killer. They know how to do those. Um, <laughs> the Coke Zeros in bottles are fine, but there's something about the fountain Coke Zeros. They're really good there. Dad and John were living their best lives. When we yeah. were relaxing, we waited for our Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Lightning Lane. And so then we were just kind of chilling right outside that area and we got in line. And this one was a little disappointing because we waited 30 to 35 minutes in line with the lightning lane. Like it was a long time to wait considering we had a lightning lane. Yeah, I, I, I call foul on this one. That, that's not right. If you got a lightning lane, they're, they're, they're either not doing it right or I don't know what was happening. So I really think that I'm hearing this more and more with vlogs and stuff. I don't know this one for sure. I didn't hear this from a cast member, but just like what happened with us with the aerial, I think that when the lightning lane, go, when it, the ride goes down, they fulfill all those lightning lane and hold the standby line just still until they get the line to where it's a manageable amount of people. Now, I don't know for sure that's what happened, but I know that I've heard enough vlogs lately and it happened to us a couple times while we were there. So I think that's a good possibility. That's what happened. It just, yeah, it just seemed weird because we were in the lightning lane. Like right. the aerials thing made sense, but the, since we were in the lightning lane, it seemed strange to us. Yeah. But after that, it was still good. And after we did that, we went and got num num cookies because we were craving those after talking about them and talking them up. And we took a bathroom break, chilled and ate our cookies. And then at that point, it was time for our Toy Story Mania Lightning Lane. Yay. I love that ride. Which, yeah, that's always Me a favorite. Too. We're competitive in our family, so. And unfortunately, mom couldn't be with us with that because she was with her homecoming stuff. Yeah. So that was a bummer. 
And after that, we were in desperate need of caffeine because this is day three of the parks on very little sleep, like less sleep than we would have liked. So we were like, we need more caffeine. So we went to the Starbucks that's on the main strip. We got our, we sat at our tables that we normally sit at. I say our tables as if they have our names on them, but we always sit there right on, uh, I think that's Hollywood Boulevard. Mm -hmm. um, and we were just chilling out and then mom joined us there. And yeah, so uh, we got done a little bit earlier than we thought we were going to because uh, Nick had a pretty early dinner reservation. So uh, Matt and I hopped on the Skyliner from there. Some other people came to the park later, but everybody was going somewhere first. Like I think Chrissy went to Steakhouse 71. And so anyway, Matt uh, and I just came there and then he went off on his own to do his own thing, which I want to do a whole episode of uh, a single man's trip or a one man's trip by himself. But anyway, we got there. We did some shopping too. Kaylee's like, got to go shopping. Of course, we visited all those stores um, until it was time for our rock and roller coaster lightning lane. I was very excited that I got to endure that. I got to go on rock and roller coaster with everybody. So that was really, really fun for me. Yeah. Robin doesn't do well on that ride. So she was like the trooper and sat outside and just people watched what she was like, oh, I love this. And she watched all our stuff. And after that, then it was time for our Rise of the Resistance attra individual attraction selection, which after all that fuss that happened in the morning, it did end up going through and it was all good. So we all did that and it Yay. was, it was a good ride. It's not my favorite and it's not, I, but I'm also not a diehard Star Wars person, but I do appreciate like all the steps in the ride. And when we went outside, my mind was like, what is happening? We're in a ride. Like, why are we outdoor? Right. I really did enjoy it. I appreciate it for all the technical stuff that they put in it. So we finished up by doing some exploration of Galaxy's Edge because Mr. Ficht again, that's why he wanted to come. John, that's why he wanted to come there. We did some more things because we had time before our 50s prime time reservation. And so we finally all headed over there and we want to give a big shout out to our cousin, Michael. He's not really our cousin, but that's what they call him at the restaurant. He was a hoot. And if you've never been there, I encourage you to go there. He did a good job of razzing us. Did you guys want to talk more about that? Yes, he was very good. I liked his sense of humor. And I think he could, I think he could tell, you know, his clientele who he can push the limit with and who he couldn't. And so we were all adults. So he kind of pushed the limit with us, which was fine. I liked it. Well, I did feel sorry for him because um, the table next to us, when we first got there was a different family, but then this mom and child came in and the child was just downright rude to him. And, and so I think he, well, he said, I appreciate you guys saying thank you to me. And I thought that's a weird statement, but it was because the child was being super rude. So even though he was razzing us, that was part of the deal. We knew that coming into the meal. And um, he even sat down at the table with us for a little while. I thought he was going to eat Jacob's food. Well, him, the topper was him bringing, he kept getting annoyed because he had to refill dad's Coke Zeros like three times within about 10 minutes because the waiters usually figure that out pretty quick. And he filled up literally one of those like Carafes. giant carafts and put a huge, like he, he fashioned two of the milkshake straws together and he sat it and plopped it in front of dad and he went, stop bothering me. And then he walked away. It was good. It was exactly what I wanted. It was great. And dad finished it. Dad like made a point to finish that thing. I did every last bit. We wrapped up that night and headed back to the resort. And the great news is it was a rest day for seven people in our group. For Tuesday was the rest day, no parks. 
But we will continue that in the next episode because that is where we're stopping. Yes. Thank you for joining us as we shared our magical vacation part one with you. A few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at yourstorytravel.com. Go to the drop down and ask for Vicki Black or text us at 636-373-4497. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text me, Vicki, at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com. Our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our Instagram account, Your Story Travel underscore Vicky V I C K I E Black B L A C K. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. And next Friday we will be concluding part two of this trip report. And as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades and more podcasts. Well, guys, I think it's about that time. Disney love. And pixie dust. Just keep swimming. Have a magical day, my friends. 